Hospital. We are here with our episode six of Case Cast with Dr. Johnson to talk about post-surgical complications. Welcome, Dr. Johnson. Welcome, Tori. We, in the ER, we see so many post-surgical patients, and it's hard to figure out which one's sick and which one to go home. And a couple of cases kind of come to mind. I remember, and I, you know, these cases, I can't remember exactly which room the patient is in, and I could tell you, I remember the room this patient came in with a post-colonoscopy um, bleeding, and uh, he was bleeding so much that he soaked the entire stretcher and it was dripping on the ground. And at that time, you're like, what do you do? And of course, the first instinct kick in as an ER physician, which I hope is to first stabilize. So you go through your ABCs and um, his blood pressure is really low and then we end up giving him quite a bit of blood and blood products at that time. And I remember, okay, now we kind of have this guy stabilized and he kind of went kind of unresponsive so we end up having to intubate him too. So now where do you go? He's still bleeding. You really haven't fixed the problem, mm-hmm. which is stop the bleeding. You can keep giving him blood and you keep giving blood products, but until you stop where it's bleeding, you you haven't solved the problem. And at that point, we were, were thinking IR or does he go to surgery? And this is to remember to everyone, once the patient's bleeding so significantly that you can't stop it, surgery is the best option. And at that point, um, it was interesting because the colonoscopy wasn't done at this hospital, it was done at the outside hospital, and the surgeon was like, oh no, come in for a complication from a different hospital, but that you have to just put your big person persona on and kind of say, okay, you have to save this person's life, so it doesn't matter where the procedure was done or what the complication or what happened, this person needs to go to the OR. So eventually, this after conversation with the surgeon, the patient went to the OR and had a total colectomy, actually. He was bleeding so much and became somewhat ischemic. He had a they did a polypectomy at an outside hospital and then somehow was so close to the arterial artery that he kept it bled from that. So that's one patient. And then the other patient, which you kind of see a lot in the ER, these are endoscopy patients. We do a lot of foreign body removal from GI. And usually those patients, you get a sign out for that patient, oh, just wait till they wake up and discharge them. But you just have to remember to go and check on those patients before discharge. Make sure they're actually breathing okay. Because we at St. Mary's have quite a bit of elderly patients with a lot of comorbidities. And I remember this one, I worked nice, and this one patient was signed out to me um, post-endoscopy for foreign body removal. Just, you know, his discharge paperwork is done. Just let him go home. And I went in to check on the patient, just really quickly did a visual look, and I realized this old guy who was in his 70s, I think, was breathing at like 24. And like, oh, no, man, sign out. You're like, oh, you feel the pain. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> we need to have you get more sign out so you can feel our pain. Feel the pain? <laughs> feel next the pain. year, next, next year. year. No, this year, tomorrow. <laughs> Tonight? Tonight, yes. So this patient, you know, was at endoscopy, and he had a history of atrial fib, and he has a history of CHF, and you wonder if this patient should have been done in the ER. But anyway, he had his endoscopy, went in and checked on him, and 
he's breathing at 24, his pulse ox is a little low, and you're like, you know, now you have to start all over. What happened? So just remember, these endoscopy patients you do in the ER have their risk with this. And you have to go back and check on them before they get discharged and visually look at them and assess them. So that patient end up actually aspirating. His age heart rate went up to 140s from his AFib. Because anything that makes you sick just make your AFib worse. And he was, uh, he, was actually, he was actually admitted to the ICU. Oh. So he came in for just a foreign fluid bolus, uh, from sorry, food bolus, yeah. and um, had his endoscopy. And the fact that he had AFib and CHF, he got some fluids during the procedure. He um, aspirated and went into Florida, um, got really sick. But it didn't end up intubating him, but he was sick enough where he went to the ICU. So a couple of pearls. Every procedure have risk. Mm -hmm. um, one, be aggressive with taking care of the patient, whether it's um, getting the right people to do the right procedures, such as getting that surgeon to come in and do taking this patient to the OR, even though they kind of was hesitant because it's a post-surgical complication for something they didn't do. So, And then the other pearl is when you have these uh, endoscopy patients that are just sitting waiting to go home and sign out, go back and check on them. Go back and make sure that they're respiratory, they're breathing okay, they can actually drink, they can actually ambulate, and all of that good stuff. And also, if you, if looking back at it, this was not the best patient to have an endoscopy in the ER. So you want to make sure you're quite clear with these patients for this procedure, quick procedure, and go home. So do you have any questions, Tori? No, I just want to thank you for giving us these uh, pearls and things to think about because it's always a good reminder to recheck on your patients. Okay, thank, thank you. you.